There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode 536 of This Week in League. You I'm just mate. said what number it was. Huh? Yeah, after, before the fucking clap, you dildo. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. God. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not editing this. What the fuck is going fuck. on with this cunt tonight? You. You fucking annoy me. You're, you're like He's a, making all these alliances with fucking people and shit. That, like, you're like a storm player in an Aldi Panthers jersey. <laughs> Did he get fucking... Are you like... What, what, like Manchurian Candidate? What that fucking what was that program called? <laughs> the, <laughs> ah, you guys are great. The Tumbian Candidate. Did you get activated as a candidate? Activated as an asset or something? Some sleeper or something? Glenn? This, what the fuck has gotten into you tonight? This is fucking nerd talk. Fuck you, fucking Star Wars. That's Jay, and I'm Glenn. <laughs> fuck it, are you? Jesus, I, I, I mean, there's not no, no, not no Glenn that I know ever knew. I tell you, I'm, I'm going to start calling you Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how are we going, that's, fellas? That's, that's officially. How, how, how you going? How you going, stepdad? Just, mean, just based you... based on recent behaviour. That's your new fucking name, Curious George. Okay, I'm just going to call you the same name I always call you, Cunt. MK Ultra, that was a program. And cut your hair again. It's starting to grow and it's looking ridiculous now. So shave your fucking head. I gave you a wrap for it and now you look like shit. Jesus. This is this is what this has been going for twenty minutes, listeners. Fucking hell. And we just we had to we we actually hit record to try and get a like a respite from this fucking absolute beat down that Glenny's been giving us this evening. I know. And he's just and he's thinking thinking that potentially he'd behave this is, actually, try a th- this is actually a methodology that fucking did he put his he... to me. Some would say I bring this upon myself. This you, is I, exactly I, the same methodology my wife uses. My I thought you'd put your mask back uses. on. We thought, we thought the Glenny mask would get the big diesel. Happy fucking friend to everyone big yeah, diesel yeah. mask would go back on when yeah. we started recording but no. Yeah, I, I honestly the big diesel has to deal with the fucking morons, uh, <laughs> fucking taking pot shots at him. I fucking look forward to those guys actually having a crack at doing something in their fucking otherwise miserable existences, other than sitting on their fucking couches, which are clearly covered in fucking plastic wrap, and fucking taking pot shots at me on the internet. Now, who are you fucking talking pieces, about? <laughs> all of them, all of them, every last fucking one of them. Cunts, the lot of them. I think Glennie's having a fucking psychotic break. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, have you seen like the allegedly? This, is this because is this the because sound cunt, the motherfucker with the beard, years? the cunt with the curly tail, all of them? There's there's billboards going up all over Toowoomba with with your pictures on them that that says the the big diesel votes in referendums like he wins grand finals. No, <laughs> don't. There's certain things, certain lines you don't want to cross. You'll get an angry message in Messenger. Don't do it. Why? Don't cross the lines. 
Tell him now. Yeah, the line doing? can only be crossed one way. Can only cross one way, but you can't cross the line. Well, is, are you talking about our borders? Look, like, is this, is this a stop the boat segue? Take it however you will. <laughs> I just like to be on my best behaviour at all times. That's what I do. Clenny, you are, as they say, on one. Oh, Jesus. How many drinks have you had tonight? Zero. Fuck. Meetup's gone be lit. I should have... <laughs> I should have had more because fuck it would make it you can't easy to deal with. You sound, you, you sound like you're having a psychotic break. Is this because the fedora it's because got you're a re-elected? piece of shit, Nathan? That's why it is. That's the reason. And don't ever get me started on you, Jay. Fucking, you're treating us the way Robbie Farrah treats coaches at West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus. Hell. Maybe would you would you like us to fucking would you like us to give you beers after the show and to carry your bags and whatever fucking things they're going to implement at the West Tigers to make well, them not come last? I'm sure you would give me beers because I don't drink beer and that'd be the type of fucking stupidity. Did you hear? Did you, did you hear about that? You. Yes. I also heard that fucking Lee Hager Blatless has been voted in for another three years. What yeah, a yeah. pack! I thought that's why you're in such a bad mood tonight. No, actually. no, Tigers. Whatever the Tigers do can't put me in a bad mood. It's interacting with you, fuckheads. Jeez, I felt like we were really. Oh, not just. I mean, it's not just you two. It's a cunts in general, and b, you know, internet fuckheads taking pot shots. Fucking bring it on, cunts. I feel like we were like really supportive during the big diesel phase of the season. Yeah, well, it's over and, now. And, and so, I don't think, and, and you're back and to like being I, I just, and, and I just feel like that's being forgotten somewhat, <laughs> unappreciated a little, a lot. Oh, I showed even. my appreciation at the time. Like, what's it just? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, short, short memory. Obviously, going to be a short show tonight. Two games on, two games off to go. So. Without any further ado, let's talk about them. The uh, first one just passed uh, on Friday night. The Melbourne Storm 18 defeated the Sydney Roosters 13 down at the Korean Housewife. Half-empty Korean Housewife. Fucking small side, can't sell out the game. The Storm uh, tries to Wishart, Seve and Warbrick. Meany, one conversion and two penalty goals. The Roosters 13 tries to Brandon Smith and Lindsay Collins. Sam Walker, two conversions. Sam Walker with a field goal. Warbrick with the big moment to to win it for the Storm. Sam Walker doing what Nate loves, kicking a late field goal, putting scoreboard pressure on, which amounted to almost, fuck all. But almost, almost did the exact fucking same yeah, thing as like, exactly. like the exact same results last week. Just the, the thing back to what you said about Warbrick, though. I think it's very important to say that it was Warbrick with the big moment because that that kick was adequate is the best way you could describe it. It was fucking like it wasn't it wasn't beautifully placed or anything like that. In no. fact it was straight down fucking whoever's throat whoever it was yeah. throat over on that side. I mean and the Warbrick for the work Warbrick did to get himself there and rip it out and then finish it and score yeah. the try. And he's was, he's had moments <clears throat> he's had big moments this season and he, I feel like he's been building to that and and I think that's an exclamation point on the on the great season that he's had. Um which is, you know, obviously still continuing. Um, testament to the storm system that he's come through. Obviously, the fact that he's he's it's obviously a fucking hell of an athlete. On top of all that, so um, I think the Roosters, we'd probably have to look at them and say they overachieved. Um, yeah, I think year. so. And because um, they get, were they were a play, they were a play away from fucking winning this game too. Yeah, yeah. 
I, and look, who uh, would pick that? I, I certainly didn't. I thought the Storm no. were going to fucking put them to the sword. Well, look, after, after, the, after the first week, after the first week performance of the Storm, and you don't know the injuries they had and stuff like that, you know, the, the, the Roosters were definitely a better chance than you would have said just like when mm. there's eight sides left in the last round of football has been played, and you go, yeah, that Storm, you know, Storm mm. fuck them up. But, you know, they, they definitely overachieved in terms of results. Are they, are they, do they overachieve from where people said <clears> they would be though? Because it seems to me that at the beginning, well, no, of the but where season, they were, like even from halfway through the season, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Because I they, mean, they, they were they were said to be the the, the they were the preseason favourites to win the yeah. comp, but at no point in the comp did they actually ever assume that mantle and mm. look, look live likely at all. You know, no, not at all. I mean, they got to the final, the preseason thing, and that, and that's the that's the best they did all season, and they they were never in it during the regular season, and scraped into the finals, and you know, so then once they got into the finals, you know, they did they did well considering. <laughs> their lowly stature. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game. It, Sorry, I interrupted you, Glennie, before. No, no, I, I think that was that was pretty much my point. Was was the the moment for for Warbrick and the fact that the storm, you know, steadied the ship a little bit, and the, and the Roosters, um, you know, got and and like you say, we're a play away from. Being being a game away from the grand final, which I would not yep. have picked, and and you know if you look a couple of months ago, they were you, you would have been fucking laughed at for saying they'd be in this position. So mm-hmm. yep. credit to them. Harry Grant, Harry Grant kind of redeemed himself somewhat. Had a terrible game in the first round of the finals. Yep, um, and was you know he was great. You know, yeah, one yep. of the storm best, if not the best, like the catalyst for them, for them in this game. He was. Um, <clears throat> I wonder What's how much is that is, uh, sorry, Jay, um, coming up against Brandon Smith. Brought out the best in him. That's going to be uh, part of my next question. What's your take on Brandon Smith as an acquisition for the Roosters? Obviously at the Storm, as part of a rotation with a fucking state of origin hooker, he excelled. Can he be the buy that the Roosters thought he was? Over the oh look, I, I, th- I think I think in the finals he was, like when it got down to those the the pressure like those sorts of those big games, he finally started, you know, doing the Brandon Smith thing that they probably wanted all season. But for the entire season though, yeah, barely barely sided. I mean, he was out for like periods of time as well. Yeah, <clears throat> but but yeah, I, th- I don't think he, he sort of showed a glimpse of himself, and until the till the finals where he was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think the other thing for the, for the first time in. Any time I can remember, Melbourne have zero fucking defensive strategy for pace and lateral movement. The Broncos showed it to them in the first week when they absolutely fucking anal them. And and any time the Roosters put on any sort of pace and move the ball quickly, Melbourne just looked completely out of sorts. Yep. Fair. So that'll be something for Panthers to look at. Although that's not really a natural way that they play, but um, yeah. Look, you know, this game followed the exact script of the Sharks game, except for there was one extra play. But the main, I think, the, one of the, the bigger things out of this game was look, I've I've been critical of Ashley Klein for fucking ten years, and now the general public's finally got on board and started giving <laughs> death threats and stuff like he deserved. So, um, fuck me, that like <clears throat> the fact the Storm got that 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 epic last second win with that play was great and it was a big moment 
<clears throat> only got to that moment because he refused to fucking give a valid penalty, which would have given the Storm a, a fucking chip shot yeah. goal from about five meters to the left of the upright, yeah. you know, 20 meters out. Um, and not to mention the other, like the knock on was a Harry Grant who knocked it on in the, the, yep. the like, in the obvious is like, yeah. And he was like literally right in front of the post and, and Klein was standing sort of at one of the uprights looking like yeah. he was probably closer than any other player to it. That, yeah. He was that close. And um, <clears throat> I actually heard, uh, did you hear the, the, him actually apologising? No. On the, like, during Ugh. the game? Yeah, 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 yeah he was apologising. Yeah, apologi- I've got like, to call yeah, it just... as I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, um, yeah. That's quite refreshing to hear a, to hear a fucking referee not wait for fucking Graham to, tell, to say that wrong. <laughs> apologise for their behalf. I was going through the, uh, the stats for this game to, you know, pick something out to, to talk about for, for the review. You know those times where there's a person that has like the world's most fucking unimportant job, but does it like they're fucking Oppenheimer? Like just every fucking part of them goes into that job, and you might say they do it too well or they're they're too technical at it. Um, whoever's recording the stats for uh for the NRL, well whoever's recording the dummy passes for the NRL had the Roosters throwing seven dummies in that game. And that, okay. you know, fucking loves a dummy. The Melbourne Storm, according to the game stats, threw 69 dummies. Yeah, and, so, I, bet you, and I bet you fucking Cameron Munster threw all 69. So I, <laughs> That's his only fucking move. I would, I would wager that there has not been firm guidelines set down. <laughs> on what is and is not a dummy part. I just, I, I, I just think it's just. I don't a understand why that needs that, to be a stat. I need to It's just, I just think that it just, it just highlights that every team that plays in Melbourne Storm, if you're not fucking dropping your shoulder into Cameron Munster every fucking time he catches the ball, well, my my you're, theory, you're being, is... you're being negligent because I mean, all he's going to do is dummy. It's like it's, that's it. You, you got to put him down. My theory is that there is a fucking Klein brother that is even more of a fucking frittata than Ashley, <clears throat> like has even more additional chromosomes, um, and they needed a job in rugby league for him. And so they've given him the job of counting fucking dummy passes and made it an important official stat. <laughs> so now it appears believe, in all games. And I believe that Ashley Klein is uh, like a an assistant to the bunker or something this week. He hasn't control of neither of the games. So this should be uh, an, an end to his uh, stranglehold of big matches, finally, and well overdue. Yeah, good. Anything else on that one, fellas? What, nah. just on that note, what happened to Grant Atkins? Did he have, like, did he piss someone off? Did he, like, say the wrong thing? Because he was up and coming, and he's yeah. been great. No, he's been, he's had some, he's had some, this is the thing, they've all had fucking issues. Yeah, they've okay. all had some, they've all had issues, and that's, and that's the problem, because no one's, you can't point to any of them and just go, wow, that guy... Kills it every time, and uh, like you can't put like all of them this year. Particularly, you can point to you can point to specific yeah, okay. things where you're going. That was fucking terrible. So yeah, regrettably, because you know with all the technology we have these days, it should make their job easier. But makes it easier for us to highlight the mistakes. But I mean, that same technology to highlight some mistakes can be used to relay the correct decision. Yeah, it's not within, fucking within, hard. It's within not within fucking two hard. seconds. Yep, pull you know? pull it back, Ash. Pull it back. There was a knock yep. on there. Yep. Oh no worries. I've had advice from the bunker. There was a knock on. Yep. That's simple. 
And I mean, yeah, you know, you you, you got t- two touchies there. It should also be seeing that shit as well. But you know, well, like there there is something that still rings fucking stupid to me about saying, well, hang on, we have two touch judges mm-hmm. that are standing a fucking fair distance away. Yeah. When I can zoom in on 4K from the bunker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, robots can drop fucking hand grenades on Russians in Ukrainian trenches. Yeah. Surely they'll see a bobble in the fucking ruck, but... Um, yeah, who knows. All right. So then look at that. One game down, one to go. The Warriors, 40, to feed the Knights, 10, over in uh, Mount Smart in uh, Inzid. Warriors 40, tries to Nickel Cook start, Adam Fenor Blake, uh, Montoya, Dylan Walker, Rocco Berry, DWZ, and Bailey Sirinan. Six of seven conversions to Adam Pompey. The Knights 10, tries to Marzu and Dylan Lucas. Callum Ponga, one conversion from two attempts. The Impressive from the Warriors. Noise. Yeah, the atmosphere the, in this the crowd. Thing. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. But, oh, yeah, pumped up on fucking juice of a fucking amazing bounce back performance when they had some fucking troops back on deck. Yeah, yeah. And they showed that they can actually, they do belong there. They uh, they got rid of, you know, they they saw to an end to the bottom four sides in the finals, which is the way, it, you know, yep. it theoretically should be. Yep. Um, which was, you know, ended, I mean, the Knights in terms of a streak and, you know, they were like the hottest side, you know, form-wise in the comp left in the competition at this stage, at least on just on results. But um and they fucking handled them so easily. Yeah. There was really no chance that, uh, there was no chance for the Knights to even get into the game. I mean they they blasted them so so quickly yeah. and so and so and so fucking easily. Like some of the easiest tries you ever see uh, around the start of that game to to build the lead and then the Knights could never come back. I mean they they handled Cal and Ponga so well Yep. And cut him off from any time and space to do anything. I mean, it gives me, you know, it, it, it gives me, they'd have some confidence that they could do a similar job to Reese Walsh, really. Yeah. And if they can do the same thing to Reese Walsh, then who the fuck knows what happens this week coming up? But, um, man, like, you can't, you, you can't really highlight like a bad player on their side. Like, Fanua Blake again was like fucking monstrous. Dylan Walker was great through the whole game. And I mean, since Des turned him into like a, uh, you know, an interchange sort of forward. Yeah. I mean, it's it's added, you know, I don't know how many years it's added to his career and, you know, and it's like, he's, and this Warriors side is use, are, are using him perfectly. Yep. They they managed to flick the switch on Greg Marzu and turn him back into Titans Marzu. Yep. Um, yeah. He was pretty disappointing. I, yeah. A big points for me, uh, obviously Johnson's performance was was outstanding. Um, just the way the way they started, which immediately brought that crowd into the game, which mm-hmm. just created a fucking tidal wave. Yep. And there, there was legit, <clears throat> as good as the Warriors were, just that whole the whole combination of of the start, the crowd, and then you know obviously the Warriors playing up tempo, high energy, you know, like you say. J- full of, you know, just completely pumped up. There's just nothing the Knights could do. They just, it just sucked the life out of the Knights early on and and they never had a hope in hell of clawing it back. And as as the game wore on and, and it was getting towards the end, that that crowd was formidable. Like yep. just the way 
the movie. Forget about the, the end. From from the moment of fucking kickoff. Yeah, true. Mm. True. Jesus Christ. It's one of those games where, and and you see this with the top tier teams, and it's one of the things that the better teams do more consistently over a long period of time. There's a consistency of energy across the team, and it ebbs and flows at the same rate across the whole fucking side. That they're that in sync that they can get out. Because if they'd have gone out and tried that fucking blitzkrieg when the game started, but seventy percent of the players up up the effort enough, it doesn't work. Mm. 80% doesn't work. The fact that they had that effort right across the park, then, as you can temper down into the grind of the game and just the, the slight back and forth, cool, we're just going to gear off a little bit here. They all did it together. And then when it's time, okay, we've got some opportunity here or we can feel that they're fatiguing, we need to ramp up that energy again. They all went together. It was a fucking sensational 80-minute performance from the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, credit, you know, I know we, we joke about giving the Knights credit, but that streak was impressive. Uh, I think it gives them a lot to build on next year and beyond. And Can I, Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you, how often is there a coach who's in the fucking newspapers every week, that his head's on the chopping block, uh, like people that we know, that know people in and around the club, mm. you know, told us multiple times, oh, yep, no, nah, he's gone. Um, this and that happened and this and they're interviewing this person and what they want this guy in and whatever it is. But to go from that, and that because of underachievement or because of performance, to one game from the grand final qualifier. Mm. It doesn't yeah. happen. With the, with the spine of Ponga, who, Ponga, who's, you know, obviously had his issues with injury. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Hastings same is in the same boat. Fucking gamble Crossland. and Crossland. Like yeah. I, I don't hate Willie Mason's comments. Like I don't actually think he's wrong. I know Tyson Gamble uh, took well, offence to Because what he said was, you know, without Ponga, no one's thinking about that spine at all. Mm. And he's fucking. He, he was one hundred percent correct. But mm. gee, people, gee, he got people fucking fired up though because Didn't then he? Tyson, then Tyson Gamble come back at him and oh, well, I can't remember what, he, what did he say. He was. He can get fucked. He was a, he was yeah. a middle. He's not a half. He doesn't, you know. He can get yeah. fucked. And then, um, and then once the game was gone, then Willie gets back on the tweet machine and yeah. and he's like, yeah, Tyson Gamble, you're looking for a hole and yeah, all that sort of thing. So, um, but I think that like the the replacements, you know, with um, like Tamari Martin, like yeah. think about where he was like last year, yeah, with the Broncos when he was and like we were, everyone was amazed that he was even fucking playing again. Well, he was the Broncos' best player when he came back. <clears throat> Comes over, comes over, comes over to the Warriors, and then you know wasn't wasn't playing, uh, you know, in in first grade um, a great deal because Metcalf yeah. kind of cemented his position there. Then he's out, and he came in, and he was fucking, he was amazing. Yeah. No, he really was, and you know, just just the way that side structured, and and you know, again, you have to sing the praises of of Webster for you know getting the players you know, mentally right for such a contest. But the, the way the, the way he prepares the side, the way it's structured and, and the type of game that they play, which is perfectly suited to their strengths, it's really impressive. These Warriors have done <clears throat> what the fucking West Tigers have been trying to do for oh, fucking near on six or seven years. Tigers. Well, no. They've, they've executed your fucking game plan perfectly. 
they've they've done you. So let's go th- let's go through this side here. Dallin Wateni Zalesniak, Tamari Martin, Wade Egan. Um, oh, and their coach Andrew Webster. What do all those things have in common? You forgot Bailey Surinam. Panthers rejects. Panthers rejects. They've taken them and made the fucking finals. You guys have had all of them. You just picked the wrong ones. I think your statement's probably more valid about the Bulldogs than the Tigers. That's fair. To be honest. And oh, really? All, all really? The Panthers, yeah. Most of the Panthers Brent, rejects Brent come from the Tigers back to the Panthers. Brent Naden. Yeah, James, like a, James Tamau. Yeah, I'll, like completely fucking washed. Who's that fucking... More shit. washed than one of those Easter Island fucking statues they carved after his fucking likeness. Who's that fucking Mitch Kenny wannabe you got at nine? He's not playing finals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking yeah, hell. Fucking. Mate, I don't know mate. why you're making it. Why he's making it about the, the West Tigers, Glenny. You would. The Warriors Listen, did a great fucking job. I don't understand why, their position. when you had to think of a podcast host that was cooked, you had to come up with Joe Rogan. And there's fucking this motherfucker sitting right in front of you. Fucking call me Jay. Call me Jay Rogan. Glenny, bring that up. <laughs> I'm so sick of doing this show. I'm fucking so sick of doing this show. Yeah, it's nearly I'm over. Reti- I'm, I'm retiring. It's nearly again. Over. <laughs> We're nearly there, mate. Like, really? There's got to be a limit to the amount of this bullshit we can fucking take. Surely. I know, right? Fucking. <laughs> um. Hey, let's talk about news stories. Good job, Warriors. Um, now, did you see the uh, the interview with Ben Hunt where he no. was... Um, okay, so he, he said... He's, he, uh, as we know, like let's, let's just recap for those who know. The, the saga of Ben Hunt, he was trying to get a release you know, from the final two years of his contract with the Dragons so he could return to an unspecified club in Queensland. The Dragons denied it. They thought that you know, Shane Flanagan's coming in. He can convince him to stay and it's a new coach and everything and maybe that'll change everything. But in an interview, Ben Hunt declared that the Red V is, quote, honestly, not my first choice. And um, he thinks that the, the, the Gold Coast Titans probably don't have the money, but he would like to go to any team in Queensland as an option. Um, and he said that uh, during the contract drama, he said retiring from rugby league has definitely come to mind amid the Dragons' desire to hold on to him. He says he would prefer to come back to Queensland, but he hasn't ruled out retiring to get out of the Dragons. <laughs> uh, I mean, he says he says he, he, he goes he goes on to say that he's got good footy left in him, so it's not an option and stuff like that. And he's like, I'm going to the Dragons for the preseason. I'm committed for this season. I'll be captain if they want me to be. But I mean, like, come on, like, really? I mean, the only club that I mean. The only other club other than the Dragons that would probably make him captain after all this carry on is probably the Tigers. Like that's they what? they they you like they'd make him one of five exactly Tigers. Exactly what you hacked on captains. this fuckhead for doing. No, no, this day on this occasion though, I think it's valid. That's what I'm saying. No, I'll, I'll take your point. I'll agree with it. <laughs> like maybe not the captain, but one of five, seven, one of seven captains, one of seven um... captains, maybe nine. <laughs> Maybe top nine captains. Top nine captains. Captain number nine. Can I speak to captain number nine? Are we challenging? I don't know. I have to, I have to consult with these other eight cunts. 
Um, fucking hell. Imagine being a Dragons fan. Like, as if your life isn't bad enough. Yeah. Like, just your general life choices and when you look in the mirror and you, you clearly you can't be impressed with what's looking back at you. And then you've got this fucking godforsaken football team in a competition that includes the West Tigers. You know, you've got the Dragons that are an absolute laughing stock and even their own players admit to not wanting to be there. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to be there either. Have you seen the Dragons fans? Absolute cunts, without exception. So they deserve every every last bit of it. I hope he stays there. I hope he plays like shit. Or alternatively, I hope he leaves and fucking kills it and wins a Dally M somewhere else. <laughs> And it's both options are fine by me, and it's uh, exactly what the dragons deserve. Well, n- not only the dragons, but all of their fans, without exception. All right. Now, uh, we spoke earlier about uh, your mate Lee the Fedora being re-elected. Yeah. Do you have some? Do you have some thoughts about it? Well, I just you think he's like a problem himself? Look, Do you think I just it's just because like he's been presiding enough, over two spoons? There wasn't enough information around the no vote. And he just, you know, not, not enough people went in and voted fuck no to that cunt getting in again. Fucking Glenny and his automatic vote no stance. <laughs> um, oh, he was look. unanimous too, unanimous support of the board. Yeah, Benny Elias, Benny Elias said, uh, raised the point saying that you know he's a yeah Bride and Lawyers being the major sponsor, and then this is the bloke you know, like it's a bit it is a conflict it is a conflict right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like a massive conflict, and like and with and when and we talk about major sponsorship in the rugby league side, you don't want to potentially agitate and see that money walk off the front of your jersey. I'll Especially when you've won, come off the back of two spoons in a row, and you're not exactly the most fucking marketable. It, it really, it really does. Again, the, the amount of fucking times I've said this, it goes to the utter lack of professionalism in the structure of the clubs. Yeah, the fact that we have a professional sporting code where there are umpteen different entity structures, there are umpteen different fucking um, ownership. Structures. You have some owners that are leagues, clubs, and gambling license holders, and then you have others that own the fucking only media in Australia that shows the game. Like the the absolute shit country that goes on at all levels of ownership of clubs is fucking bullshit. It, yeah. Really, the more I think about it, how fucking great would it have been if they'd have gone, oh, look, COVID's happened, the whole world's fucked. We're going to take six months off and explode everything and come back with all of this bullshit fixed. And then all of a sudden, going, hey, we've got, you know, whatever it is, 17 licenses. Cunts come and buy them. You ever wanted to own a sports team? Come and buy them. Professionalize the shit out of everything. Um, oh, hang on. But, and, and this asks that question of how did this happen in the beginning? Oh, we'd love to be your major sponsor. Oh, hey, can our boss fucking run to be your chairman, please? We promise we'll never ever use the fact that we are your major sponsor as leverage so we won't get voted back in. You know, essentially making what should be a democratic process essentially useless. You know, 
we'll, we promise we'll never do that. Just take our word for it. We're lawyers. You know, we you can trust us. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Look, good news though for you. Good news for you, Glenny. That, um, with the the West Tigers uh, extending Jareen Buller to a four year extension, um, he was on a at the start of the season. He was uh, unknown and on a development contract worth sixty grand, and he's uh, managed to parlay that into a two point seven million dollar four year deal, and is allegedly oh, the best the best fullback um, to be named after a hot water heater. <coughs> Well done. It's the most random shit. You couldn't have gone with Buller ice cream. Fucking. <laughs> I get that fucking installer Ream song in my head every time someone says his name. <laughs> it comes on steady, hot and strong. Well, I mean, that's what Glennie's been saying all fucking year. Every, every West Tigers recap. I mean, he wants to install Jareem. <laughs> in his anus. Right where, uh, so- right, right, where the, right where his compatible socket is. Fucking plumber's tape up there. I don't know what, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buller Bull would have to wrap some of that fucking tape. He'd have to, he'd have to wrap probably a couple of rolls of tape around there. Just to, <laughs> Just to, just to get a just to get a tight fit. <laughs> hey, hang on a sec. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Some fucking, you know. Just well, there's been a few cameras up there. But that's about it. I don't know. Would have loosened it up too much. Uh, look, <laughs> did the, the plumbers uh, still use fucking Sellys? No more gaps. Maybe we need to get sponsored by them. Fix the hemorrhoids. Um, <laughs> No, quality, look, the Tigers don't get much right. They got that one right. I like it. How about you happy, think, you happy with the dollars? Oh, I think I think they have to. Otherwise, you know, he's probably off the penalty. That's not too bad, was it? Like six or six fifty or something. So yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Otherwise, in six months' time, he'd be off to Penrith to replace Dylan Edwards and we'd end up with that fucking scrub because we get all the Panthers rejects, apparently. So. Yeah, but he'd probably be, I mean, if we're being real, he'd probably be off to the Roosters, right? Teddy's getting a bit on. Yeah, Why you got to bring? I was trying to be a smartass. You got to bring actual facts and logic into it. I mean, that's I thought that's what we're doing here. Is, so since when? <laughs> <laughs> so, Glennie, essentially, what does that give you? Three more trade windows to give him a reason to stay. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to be able to do that. We're, we'll probably win the spoon again next year, um, and. You know the trifecta. Is there an eighteenth team coming in next year? <laughs> the thing, the thing is, Volandi's moved so quickly on these things, so maybe not next year, but maybe the year after. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I, mean, it. I reckon there's a great chance for the year after. But um, yeah, it might be the Tigers in plateau next year and then decline the year after. Uh, you know, the differential might suffer or the number of wins or something. True. I mean, there's always there's always ways we can get in there yeah. and tweak the formula, make the hashtag true, massage the figures. You know how it goes. But he's he's been, you know, one of the very few shining lights of, of the season for the Tigers and um a full off season with the top squad, I think it'll do him do him well and he'll come back bigger and better next year and I think that's actually reasonable money, especially if he if he does come and have a big year again next year. Um yeah, I'm sure his agent will then be agitating for an upgrade or, or whatever, but I don't mind the 
the money that they've they've done. Like I say, they don't get much right. They got that one right. Yep. Nice. All right. I don't have any other news I want to talk about, so we can move on to the teams. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees. Oh, you got this, you got any socials you want to do? Yeah, stepdad. Um, for the roundup after I was the just round. Say, did you see the uh, Cowboys? They've gone through a mass cull. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it, it's all guys like that are pretty much outside the seventeen, with the exception of um, Hiku. Like Hiku Hiku is probably one of the only ones I think. Most yep. of them are, are are very fringe and Queensland Cup sort of thing. So, um, which which is what you you know which is what you want to be doing. I mean, you yeah. want to you know, get rid of those guys and try and get better, you know better guys in. Especially you had guys there too, like um, um like um Brendan Elliott and, and Hiku and that, and like they're pretty old. I'll tell you. We're having um, a break from from what how we usually do our socials roundup, and now I throw a lot of shit at fucking alleged journalists, <coughs> right? Uh, but this is some next level level shit, right? Okay. So um, there is a guy that claims to be a journalist. Uh, he works for Channel Nine. Uh, he's called the Mole. Oh yes. Um, so, if you remember a little while ago, he had a sponsorship thing with sports, but one of the fucking bookies, um, where he was giving out, like, multis. Okay. And someone's tracked them, and, like, none of them ever won. Right. Which, um, funnily enough, I, I saw something else on, on Instagram today about a guy that tracks this is on the AFL. They must do same as in league before the game. Yeah. The, the personality from whatever gambling company sponsors it gets like the Joel, on. Like the Joel Kane sort of... Joel Kane does the yeah. thing. He goes, oh, he, here's a good offer. Yeah. And they get, you know, give like these four-leggers or five-leggers. Yeah. And they just mapped out which, you know, how much of it wins. If you put 20 bucks a week on it over the course of the season, by the end of the season, they were down like 700 bucks. Yeah. And the funniest bit was one of the last ones they did for the year, one of the players they put in there um, wasn't playing. <laughs> he was injured. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so this guy thinks he's a journalist. He put a tweet out. He said, warning peeps, there are some former NRL players selling gear on eBay and social media. Just be careful. All I can say right now. And then people are just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like what, you know, they might've fallen on hard times. Yeah. Um, so he was implying, it was like, like well, he wasn't implying, it was like, um, like uh, you know, players selling stereos they stole from Twin Waters or whatever, well, <laughs> or speakers. See that—that's a thing, right? The, yeah. Then he goes after a bunch of people asked him, "Do I have to connect the dots? Some ex-players are selling goods that do not exist." Hashtag jeez. When his fucking original tweet tweet in no way implied. That that's what it. It's not like he said, yeah. "Be careful." Um, some players are selling things on the internet that might never turn up at your house, or yes. um, you know, some some players like are selling literal things. like yeah, eBay frauds taking place. So just <laughs> watch like, your purchases. The like the fact that this fucking redacted level. He tried of to turn it into like this English did, language. He's trying to turn it into this big intriguing thing to drive engagement. And people, people asking him, oh, what, who, what, what's going on? And they fucking, you know, the whole internet did what the internet does and just fucking dragged him and just went, you know, uh, yeah, no, nah, that's not what you said. 
um, oh geez, geez, you make so hashtag geez, uh, went fucking nuts today. <laughs> uh, now back onto our socials, Dino. Uh, he said the talking point this week is how cool these are with a photo of his Twill Nation footy. That is fucking right. Um, Glennie, are we going to have some of those at Grand Final weekend to throw out to whoever? Yeah, you come get you come get some. We'll 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 take a couple down, and by a couple yeah. I mean a couple because <clears throat> fucking yeah. carry, well, carry on over. Just take just take take them take the mini ones. So take take yeah, the mini ones because that way you take. Um, hey, also everyone go to to uh, thisweekinleague.com and buy them because they are running low. And last time I put it at the end of the episode, so people you know some people might just switch off and we start going into the whole wrap up routine. So Couple while we're still talking at right the, now, uh, at the at the meetup, I might fucking torp one straight into the back of Jimmy's head. Just Why to make sure that? he's paying attention. Jesus. Fuck oh, he's hell. paying attention. Jimmy's always watching Iron Sky. Yeah. He really it. is. Well, he he has to. Uh, Les Trade, he said, yeah, I kind of want to bandwagon the Warriors. That up the Waz crap is really making it hard, though. Oh, right. I get you. I get you. Uh, JSJ Hogan said, Newcastle's credit has finally run out. Um, Terry, who we've already covered this, he said, you know, was Willie right? There you go. Um, Simon pointed out, the Warriors are the only finals team not to have sucked on the wooden spoon. Hmm. That means absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. It's a curiosity rather than a, val- you know, like a, a statistic that has anything to do with anything. Yeah, that's it. But, um, you know, good, I guess. Congratulations. Daniel, he said, I work in the MI in the Hunter Valley. I just found out the apprentice I've been working with is from Toowoomba and a Broncos fan. Oh. I've just recommended that he be sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, fucking hell. Um, oh, there was the news article about, you know, how the NRL is going to keep Vegas fucking locked down yeah I mean good fucking luck good luck with that hope it all works out for you <laughs> it's amazing could you imagine though like you're gonna have like rappers and fucking you know US athletes there making it rain fuck of a couple of NRL guys getting in, trying to get in amongst that mate I'll tell you this might be the time that that comes in handy this is what I'm saying with the like American sports people are very often, in in any situation they're in, they are both the most famous person, but also the wealthiest person. Mm. So in any social setting or, you know, any club they're in or whatever, they are the most famous and also the wealthiest. It's with with Australian sports people, they generally might be the most famous, but they're not anywhere near the wealthiest in that fucking room. Um, put them over in the states and they're not even close to famous no. they are they are legit just fucking punters with a nice a nice size wad of spending money so hopefully that keeps them out of any limelight um Terry. i'm more worried about the broncos fans and the south's fans that have been stuck down the same end of the stadium yes and so they so this time instead of instead of their usual you know back and forth about you know about paying adam reynolds or you know not re-signing Adam Reynolds and who won the trade and all that sort of shit. Now they can actually wander down the strip to Walmart and get strapped first and then fucking shoot it out. That's fucking great. 
So, I mean, which is a, a net good for the NRL, really, and, and just the general fandom. Fuck yes. Um, Stuart, two weeks ago, we thought the Premiers would come from the top four teams. Now we know it. We just gave the likes of Newcastle Warriors a chance to put on big home crowds at the broadcasters to get some ratings while they figured it out. Ryan, I reckon Glennie can look forward to seeing Ashley Klein refereeing the, refereeing the Toowoomba C-grade touch footy comp next season <laughs> after Friday night's performance. Oh, God. Uh, You'd fit right in, some of the fucking clangers. Jared, Penrith versus Warriors grand final, please. I can live with that. Um, Bethany believes that Storm versus Warriors grand final is what the fans want. Fans of BDSM, maybe. Or, you know, the weird ones that like sticking safety pins in their dicks. So I feel like on one side of the draw, people definitely want the Warriors over the Broncos. And I feel on the other side of the draw, I feel like the Storm provides an easier avenue for the Warriors to win overall. Unfortunately, the Storm are playing Penrith. Yeah, but, no, but that's not me. People, people are saying what they're, yeah, for. they're not saying what's going to happen. Yeah. Ryan, for some reason I had it in my head that Architects was doing the grand final performance rather than a Tina Turner cover band. Now, this is the nice segue. Have we spoken about the fucking entertainment for the grand final? I feel like we must have. I feel yeah, like we, we did. Or was that we in did. a member side, did we? Okay. Oh, I mean, it might have been in a member. Maybe it was in the members one. There yeah, I'm not sure. Well, then that's a fucking useless segue then. On to the previews. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you could have just rebuilt it. Uh, <laughs> We've already spoken about it. Fuck yeah. that shit. Okay, cool. Okay, so we come up to the last round of the uh, preliminary finals. First one's Panthers versus Storm Friday night uh, from Acor Stadium, which at this stage is uh, doling out the two-for-one tickets because it ain't selling. And um, furthermore, I saw on Twitter, I saw an, an NF, some NFT project today uh, dropping two tickets to this game to every holder as well. So <laughs> they're doing everything to try and fill this fucker up. Um, the... Panther side, big blow without Tyrone Peachy. Um, Zach, Zach Hosking also out. Uh, in in turn comes in some some fucking plotters in Isaac Tungo and Jerome Luai. Uh, Luke Garner go, drops to the bench. Cogger goes back to the bench. And the Storms. Bronson Garlic is out. Jerome Hughes comes in. Tyrone Wishart moves back to the bench. Nelson Asafa Solomona moves to the bench. Harry Grant goes to hooker. Christian Welch to the front row. Christian Welch to the front row. Who's going? Four dollars seventy-five for the Storm. You know, no, grand final it's... qualifier. Oof. Yeah, but you know, they're not going to. They don't do it to lose money. That's fair. Um, I said it much earlier in the season, but. This game is, is potentially the one that exposes it more than any other. The purple plotters. Um, there's a few. There's a few in that back line which, are going, which could potentially be found out. Um, a couple more in the forward pack, which is even more alarming. So, um, obviously experience. Uh, the halves and Harry Grant are key for Melbourne, but... I don't know. I don't know. There's much that Melbourne can do. I expect Penrith to win reasonably easily. I, 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 I feel that Bellamy can Bellamy can very easily give these guys a plan to get out there and do a job. But this year, more so, more than than others previously, he does not have 
the fucking players to execute yeah whatever you know cunning plan he has to expose the Panthers. That's that's I think that's a simple matter of it. Guys like like Olam is is pretty fucking washed. I mean he's like remember when Seve and like um Tonomapea were like the Storm fans was like oh my fucking god I can't believe, you know mm. we can't carry these fucking yeah we can't wait till fucking Olam and whoever comes back. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, now they're actually the better options in that in that back yeah. line. But then we've got you know, Remus Smith and yeah, you know, like Warbrick's great and Nick Meany's been great for them all year, but he's not fucking he's not Pappenhausen prime. No, no. And know, so Melbourne can do. You know, when you said there's not a lot that Melbourne can do, you know, there is. They still have the capacity to go in and just technically grind you down, like. Jerome Hughes is is Cooper Cronk like in his ability to just set after or end of set after end of set after end of set, make the right strategic decision, put his chases in good position to give them time to get to the ball, and make the opposition start sets where Melbourne want them to. So they can do that. Yeah. I'm not sure that they can do that as well as play almost flawless, mistake-free football on the other end. And that was the one-two punch that Melbourne always got you with. They wouldn't make mistakes and give you any sort of opportunity. And they would absolutely deny you of anything that you hadn't fucking worked your guts out for. So the the Panthers, I think, just have too many gears for them. Should get them easily. Yeah. yeah, I think they should win easily. I mean, like the, the Storm, whatever plan they have, I just don't don't think they have the the deep base of quality players to execute whatever they want to do. Yeah. And that's the difference. Um, okay, moving on then, the uh, Broncos take on the Warriors at uh, Suncorp Stadium. Broncos squad unchanged from last time we saw them. The Warriors unchanged from last weekend. I'm... Uh... I'm excited to see, and you alluded to it earlier, the Warriors did an exceptional job of of keeping Ponger at bay last week. And similar style of player at the back for Brisbane, if the Warriors can you know, execute a similar game plan to keep Walsh out of the game, it's a massive, that's a massive blow for Brisbane. Because... Yeah. So much. He's in. He's been in such form that it's just. It's all happening whenever he touches the ball. Whether he's just creating via his speed and footwork, or just the extra time because he gives the the defense that oh shit moment as soon as he touches the ball. So they're on the back foot, back foot, and he's got that extra split second of time to to create for other players. So yep. um, I think that is a. You know, a big key to the game as to whether the Warriors can do that, which gives them a strong chance of winning. Um, well, I think this is going to be a very entertaining game. They, they match oh, up yeah. quite well, um, quite well through the through the forwards. Um, the battle battle between Carrigan and Tolu Harris as well is also key. Um, Payne Haas is a is a mm-hmm. massive. Unfamiliar Blake is yeah. a huge. You know, his. Him being at his best is, is has to be huge for Brisbane um, and for Noah Blake um, in contrast for the Warriors. So, I don't know. Two old halves, two old sevens going head-to-head um, is a good story. Um, 
Unless Look. Reynolds gets injured in the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Look, I do like I do like the Warriors as a story, but I have to tip the Broncos for Jackson. Warriors in front of which their may throw, Which may throw my entire fucking weekend into yeah. fucking disarray, but anyway. Yeah, I remember I remember the I remember when you were doing that last time in twenty fifteen and the the net result of that was you spewing for fucking eleven minutes straight <laughs> later that Whoa. night Whoa. after the game. <laughs> so, it's really um, stuck in your memory, eh? Look, like, I, re- just, I do remember that that whole meet up, that whole weekend vividly. It was it was exceptional, but it's it, but it's like if you it, it's like any like any scientific fucking like Marvel, the, like you know, like if, if you saw a ten foot fucking if you saw a ten foot man, you'd be like, holy fuck, I can't believe it. And you'd never forget you saw it. How, yeah, Glenny, how are you surprised that somebody spewing for eleven minutes is not etched in someone's memory? How well, it's, it's, like the, the, the eleven scene, images, you know, you, like the eleven America. You know, in how, my head. you know how big a stomach is, right? You know how big a stomach is. So you know, so you, you therefore know how much liquid it can theoretically hold as a maximum. And then when you're hearing it getting spewed into a, into a toilet, so you're hearing the fucking the you know the impact on water. Yeah. You can hear it it's still it's still going. You can so you can hear it hasn't stopped going, and so it's still going and it's going it's going. Anyway, then ten minutes later, you're like, how the fuck did there be anything still like to come out and splash that water? Like, well, you're right. So there's a fixed volume. The the only way you can extend the time that that flows for is the upping, upping the pressure so essentially glenn spews like a gurney is what you say yeah but it, it was almost it was almost like he was like you know plugged in like a human centipede like he's he was plugged into like other stomachs <laughs> so he could so he could spew like eight people's worth <laughs> a cuttlefish and asparagus glenny <laughs> Still, still not. Or vanilla paste. Look, Stop the it. Warriors. There's a couple. There's a couple of facts about this game. I mean, the Warriors they lift in front of their home fans. The second fact is that the Warriors are playing in front of a massive home crowd. They are. this game as well. They sold this fucking game out. All the Broncos fans, fans in quotes. I'm doing. It's a, obviously it's a it's an audio thing, yeah. but in quotes, they're all going to watch the fucking Lions that night. This is yeah. a New Zealand crowd, and in front of their crowd, they're going to fucking lift, they're going to shut down Reese Walsh, and they're, going to, they're not even going to shock the world, because I fucking think that they're going to win easily. The Broncos are done. Warriors going through. Okay, I can hear, there we go. I can hear the sound of a bridge made exclusively of scaffold beginning construction from Christchurch across to Botany Bay just to get the, you know, the half dozen or so Kiwis that are left over there that don't already, haven't already come to Australia. Um, you know, safe passage. For the grand for final. The, for the grand final. Right. I agree. It's going to happen. Book it. And the Brisbane, and the Bron- and the Brisbane fans, they, they won't even know because they'll be more, they'll be more worried about what's happening at fucking at the Gabba. That's What's a, a Gabba? What's the you are a fucking <laughs> ignoramus? What's a Gabba? It was what's a Gabba? Uh, it's, it was a like a kid, it's like a kid's show. It had people with like yeah, dressed up in like monster suits and oh. shit. And there was this black dude called DJ Lance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that you pick up what I'm putting down. Anyway, yeah, previews oh, so. done. How good's finals time? Yeah, New Zealand Panthers grand final. It's happening. Oh fuck yeah! 
Battle um, of the Coaches. Battle of the Ex-Players. Yep. Battle of Guys. That, that's why the Warriors are doing so well. All those fucking ex-Panthers understand how close they came to going to the Tigers. <laughs> or the Bulldogs. Yeah. They, yeah. Both of those work. It's like that. Yep. You've had, you had a situation like where somebody nearly fucking kills you on the road and for the next like 20 minutes you're like a fucking super vigilant driver. That's these cunts all the fucking time. You imagine the cold sweats they wake up with? Jesus. You get fucking sleep paralysis. It's Benji at the end of their bed. <laughs> fucking sit there with your fucking reverse mohawk. Having a fucking crack at the Tigers every chance you get, as if they haven't suffered enough. Do you want to? Do you want to talk people through a reverse mohawk? Well, it doesn't grow in the middle. Okay, so it's like a, so. So back to the, the Keefe Keefe fucking prodigy. Yeah. Situation, right? <sighs> oh, <that's, laughs> I'm not seeing it. I'm just not. Are you fucking kidding? You need I'm to put sorry, your glasses on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Glee. Glad no, no, no need to apologise. I'm happy to fucking be on the island. It's fine. Can, can you just can you just clean your glasses, or maybe the camera when you fucking just give us this fucking smudgy smudgy? Huh? And give you a smudgy smudgy if you don't shave your head before I fucking see you. Speaking week. of smudgy smudgies, you two will be giving 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 yourselves and anyone who wants one a bit of a fucking smudgy smudgy grand final and I'd weekend. Fucking wait to smudgy Sunday, smudgy all you wonderful people. On Sunday, whatever the fucking date of the grand final is, starting at midday at the Bar, uh, Cleveland. Bar Cleveland, Surrey Hills, Redfern, depending Fuck on yeah. depending if you want to like you know postcode prejudice yourself and I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there I'm going to get there at about five a.m. Right. Um, to what end? I'm going to get Jimmy to open up, lock the door behind me, obviously. Um, I mean, there's a liquor license to preserve. Well, that's fair. Uh, I, I won't be needing any liquor at that stage, but uh, I will be needing a pool cue um, and unlimited dollar coins to put into the pool table. I've got a bit of practice, got some brushing up to do because certain cunts have dined out for fucking 12 months now on fucking beating me at pool. And um, I might just steal Leo's switch and uh, get a bit of Mario Kart action. A little bit more practice in. So why are you why, why are you saying that now? A week out when you've had twelve months. No, no, I've been I've been training for twelve months. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, so you have, it's you, the final. So, it's the final oh, okay. tapering. Right, right, gotcha. It's, it's, warm, it's warm up. Tapering. It's the on field warm up. Is what you're saying? Yeah, right. that's right. I gotcha. I gotcha. And, and, um, and look, Nathan, you've seen firsthand the quality of my on field warm ups. Oh, fucking have I what? Majestic, I what? some would say. Just the, the tunnel run, the tunnel run itself. That fucking left foot step after the tunnel was just. I, I got because I got the video. I was going. I got all the video footage here. I'm trying to put something together for the for the patrons and like just that that step is like. I can't, was, I wouldn't even. Was it a not, left foot step or was there just a large divot? Oh no, it was. It was. Well, it was my a left step foot is was, a club. My, my left foot turns in. Um, quite you know. It's, I would it's, say it's, it's almost like I've got fucking. I'd almost a liken it to Roger. I, I, I'd, I'd liken it to Roger to have asked a check, except I've never seen that guy do anything fucking anywhere near this fucking like transformative or like elusive, fast yeah. too. The, like the, the the speed of it. I did deceptive see, for a, for I, a husky I, gentleman. <laughs> well, it was yeah. I mean, it was deceptive because it made me think you were like much faster because I never saw that 
any other day, any other stage all day. But just oh, out wow. the tunnel, that Jeez, step, here that I was thinking step. you'd give me a rap. Fucking smash <laughs> oh, me right at the end. Hey, look, <laughs> don't take don't take anything away from that one step. It was fucking something truly magical. I'll never forget. I peaked early. I peaked Glennie, before. Glennie, massive, massive left foot step. Tip, can spew for eleven off. minutes straight. They're the things I'll take to my grave. <laughs> you know. <laughs> also, oh, quite belligerent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very abusive on fucking instant messages too. Just quietly. Um, now, in Brisbane, uh, had a response to uh, uh, thank you to the people who who responded and allowed me to uh, cobble together. A, a vague estimate for numbers by all means if you're coming to brisbane do let me know so i can adjust the booking uh, upwards if i need to because i mean it's fairly generous at the moment but you never know i mean if we get a massive influx uh it, the venue has been set it's going to be on the on the sunday grand final day starting at 2 p.m at wing house at bowen hills which is in the the uh exhibition the brisbane exhibition precinct uh, across the road from the ridges hotel there um close to the train station there's a parking garage literally next door um and fuck tons of tvs and screens for sporting events so um it'll be good nice be there fuck yes can't wait anything else fellas no i've had enough of your shit nathan i thought i thought you'd come around glenny well we we had a very it was a very fucking a very uh angry start of the show from you tonight glenny wasn't until I started talking about Dream Buller fucking you in the ass. You <laughs> down. I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't pep up after that? Uh, on that note, let's go. Talk to you, fellas. Hey, are we, when's a, are we, we're going to have to do a member side of one of these ones. Which ones are going to be? The pressure of Stepdad's problem. game? Or, all that, right. That's a future us problem. All right, done. Okay. Right. On that note, talk to you then. See ya. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.